Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. TC Live on the air on this Saturday. Do not underestimate the benefit of sleeping in your own bed when you are a pro tennis player. John Isner with a rare home game in Dallas this week, and he's taken that good sleep all the way to the final. The opponent tomorrow will be determined in this match coming up after TC Live. Number one American Taylor Fritz to take on the 23-year-old from China, Wu Yi Bing. So glad that you are with us on the semifinal Saturday. Welcome to an abbreviated edition of TC Live alongside Nico Pereira and Prakash Amitraj. I'm Brett Haber. That is the 31st final of John Isner's career. 27 of them on U.S. soil. The man likes his home cooking. He, he certainly does. And, and look, he's been such a class act for American tennis for so long. He's been an inspiration to a lot of the Americans who are coming up now. And we see so many of them in the top 100. I think... Um, at this stage in his career, nothing better than being able to celebrate him. Well, he already knows where he likes to play best, and uh, this is exactly what he needed, because looking down at the barrel at the end of your career, you want to finish strong. We talked about this at the start of the week, and he has followed through, dropping just one set today. He had his hands full with uh, Mr. Wolf today, but he came out big. All right, let's show you how it happened. John hadn't won a match all year until he got home to Dallas, and now he's won four on the trots. It's the big bad wolf against the biggest, baddest man in the sport. JJ got off to a great start here. Got a lot of balls back in play on the return of serve. Moving really well, making John come up with some tough balls and really elongating the points. And, and that's what JJ wanted to do here. He doesn't want to keep the points short and let John dictate play. A double there from the big man gives JJ Wolf the break and he was able to just hang on. Took care of his serve comfortably, moved Isner around the court and really looked in control. Now in the second set here, he had a bunch of opportunities with a ton of break points. Wasn't able to capitalize on any of them. All of a sudden, gets down to the nitty-gritty of it, and John with a little bit of that experience touch, Nico, up at net, sweeps out a set point here, and then JJ feeling the pressure, comes up with a double, off we go to a third, and no surprise, we end up in a breaker here, and a big start from Big John, gets a full love here, and JJ doing his best to be able to come back, had a bit of a chance at 4-3 to be able to get back to 4-all, wasn't quite able to do it. And again, one of those John Isner matches where KJ Wolf actually won more points than John Isner. Won 102, John Isner 101 with the ones that matter. He won the last one, John did. 31 aces, faced eight break points, saved seven of them, so he is in the final. His opponent could be American Taylor Fritz or the upstart 23-year-old from China, Wu Yi Bing. And uh, it's been really a showcase week for the Americans at their home event. 15 of them started. We could have two in the final, Nico. Well, Tiafu at career high, number 14, lost to Wolf. That was a great match. Wolf just could not handle Isner today. But Marcos Giron against Fritz, 
again, a great start. I think it's awesome to get some footing, get some traction at the start of the season for the guys, and Dallas has been that showcase. All right, we'll preview the second semifinal coming up in a minute, but let's take you to Montpellier. Semifinals there today, Holga Runa, the top seed, but he had to face a guy. Oh, this is the Yannick Sinner match. It's against Arthur Feast. Don't pay any attention to the man behind the curtain. Well, talk about Fils, an 18-year-old phenom from France. He beat Bautista Agu and Gasquet this week. But Yannick Sinner, adding Darren Cahill, think was the right move. He added another dimension to his name. You see him coming to the net. He's been allergic to stepping into the paint up to this point in his career. He's also changing the angles, not playing such a linear tennis. He's not afraid to go behind his opponents. And look at him finishing off the point in style. Here, Sinner looking for that next level play. I think he's going to find it. But remember this guy, Phils. He is going to be a star, not only because of the way he plays, but the way he carries himself on the court. The crowds really enjoyed his play at Montpellier this week. Great showing, but Sinner is the one moving on to the finals. Eighth career final for Sinner. He's been amazing going 6-1 and one so far. This is the match that I was talking about for Kaj Cressy, who was born in France, taking on Holger Runa. Caves, you know I love me some seven volley action, and that's exactly what we got with Maxime Cressy. This is why he's so dangerous. You're returning serve, five, six, and you never know when he's going to throw in a giant forehand, a giant backhand. He surprises you a lot, takes you out of your rhythm, and that's where Runa is so good. When he's in rhythm, he's the one who's able to dictate play. But it was Cressy in that first set. Second set, though, Runa settled down a little bit, started showing some more positive body language. And that's an interesting one with this young 19-year-old. When he's playing well, when he's winning, you see a little bit of this. When he starts getting down, you see him getting a little bit frustrated. Goes to another third set breaker, as we saw in Dallas. And Cressy was just able to get to the net a little bit more in those crucial stages. You can see Runa really frustrated there. It's not easy when you got a big man piling on you, putting that pressure on you all the way through. And mixing up that little short slice that Roger Better has mastered over the years. The backhand pass up the line. And perfect way to close it out, Hey, Two hours, 39 minutes. Cressy, 15 aces, 10 doubles. Never faced a break point. Won 53 of 57 on his first serve. So there's the final in Montpellier. Cressy, I still can't decide if this is a home game for him. Sinner, he's already won three indoor hard titles. A chance to win a fourth. A chance to win a fourth, but let me tell you, I don't care who Cressy plays, he's in there with a real big shot because not only does he serve so well, he's looking really comfortable in all other aspects of his game also. All right, let's go to the women in Abu Dhabi featuring Belinda Bencic, who is the two seed, taking on Beatrice Haddad Maya, who knocked out the Wimbledon champ Babakana yesterday. Belinda Bencic straining with a Tursunov right now. And this guy is a magician. He's got the Midas touch. The serve from Bencic just improved tremendously this week. She's been steamrolling over opponents. I always liked the way she played off the ground, but now she's put it all together. Haddad Maya, she just can't stop winning matches. 26-year-old from Brazil had very long matches. Over seven hours of play for Haddad Maya this week. Bencic, just over three hours. That was a big advantage. You could see that the Brazilian didn't have the same pop in her game. And Bencic took full advantage of this. Still, a great week for Bia. But it's Bencic moving on and looking good. 16th career final for Benchitari, second of the year. Here's the other semi, Samsonova of Russia, against the rising star from China, Zhang Chenwen. Two of the taller players on the WTA Tour, 5'11 and 5'10. And uh, we saw some big hitting from both of them. But it was Samsonova who was able to dictate with that forehand in the first part of the match. 
takes the first set here. Rematch of the finals in Tokyo, where Samsonova was able to capture that in straight sets, but it wouldn't be straight sets here. Zhang really turned up the juice on the serve, was able to run away with that second set, 6-1. A little bit tighter here in the third set, down to the business end of it, but Samsonova keeping the pressure up, and up 5-4 is where she was able to get a crack in the Zhang armor. Another big forehand deep into the court, forcing the air. She's been hot, Hades, last six months. She has been. That's a good segue. By the way, 25 aces in this match, 15 for Zhang, 10 for Samsonova. So there's the final power against the finesse and guile of Benchage. We were looking at Samsonova's record, guys. You mentioned over the last six months, she's made four finals in the last 10 events that she's played. I would put to you, Prakash, is Samsonova the most underrated player in women's tennis right now? Well, she's, she's in the top 20 right now. She's ranked 19. If you look at all the players ahead of her, they seem to be much more in the conversation than Samsonova does. And someone who's performed so consistently well, albeit not perhaps in the majors as, as well as she would have liked, she certainly should be in more conversations. Up until two years ago, we just saw the conversations wrapped around three, four Five players tossed, but now after Queen Serena, you know, gave her throne up or transition, I feel that there is a lot of players winning week in and week out, and she's definitely one of those. Another one, Kudermetova, Veronica Kudermetova. Yeah. Check her out; she's playing some great ball. Samsonova won three titles in the second half of last year, as you mentioned. She's top 20 in the world now. We've got a lot to get to in a very brief period of time, so let's hustle it up. We're going to show you highlights from Argentina and from France, and we're going to check out Maria Sakkari. She's got a lot on the line. This next month she could help herself in a big way if she could make the final in limps tc live continues introducing coco golf's signature shoe more than just a tennis shoe it's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette it's designed to enhance speed and power on the court the multi-piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out the coco cg1 empowers you to dominate the game learn more and purchase the coco cg1 at newbalance.com Spinning the globe now to Linz, Austria. Maria Sakkari is the top seed there. Had not dropped a set in her first three matches, but that changed Prakash against Petra Martic. She did. She needed to get off to a good start at this event. Got a lot of points coming up to defend, and she certainly did that in this match. Looked very good in that first set. Looking like the aggressive Sakkari that has gotten her to this point in her career. Takes the first set 6-3, but uh, Petra Martic had different ideas. Was able to get off to a brilliant start there in the second set, race to a three-love lead. And the one thing I love about the way Petra plays, she mixes it up a ton. She's very capable from the baseline, but I think especially in the women's game, when you use a lot more spin, you start finishing balls with a few more angles, it just makes it a lot more challenging as opposed to, you know, the big hitting that you find consistently at the, at the highest level, up and down vertically. Goes to a third set here, and Sakari just not quite able to get into the Martic game. A little bit uncomfortable there, forcing mm. herself into the net. Some beautiful feel from Martic over the head of Sakari there. And she's able to take it. 6-3, 6-4. Breaks Sakari four times in this match. Sixth career final here for Martic. She's won two titles, both of them on clay, so to win here would be a first for her. Other semi in Linz, 21-year-old Russian Anastasia Potapova against the former Roland Garros finalist Marketa Vandrosova. Potova, 21-year-old, ranked number 44 in the world. Look at her going forward. She looked fiery from the start, training now with Igor Andreev and improving tremendously. Won her first title last year in Istanbul 2022. 
on the other side, Marqueta Bondrosova. Very experienced lefty, also an explosive player. We would go to a third set. Bondrosova starts well, but it is Potopova that takes control midway through the set. And look at the emotions as she moves on to the finals. Potapova broke six times in 15 chances, fifth final of her career. Potapova against Martic tomorrow. Now we head down to the Golden Swing in Argentina, semi between the Argentine Federico Coria and the defending champ, Ramos Vignolas. There is the defending champ, played very well up to this point, but Coria surprising everybody. There is an, a, an issue with his ankle, but it did not show. Coria playing supremely confident tennis, taking it to the lefty, he takes the first set, lots of emotions, tough conditions for the players, temperatures in the mid-90s, although it's a bit of altitude there in Cordoba, but it is Coria in the tiebreaker in the second set, hitting big off the forehand side, four match points, it would not take long for Federico and years the junior of Guillermo Coria. Second final for Federico. Big Brother made 20 of them in his career, including Roland Garros 2004. The other semi had another Argentine, Sebastian Baez, against Hugo Delian. Hugo Delian did not play the second half of last year, but boy, did he play well in the start of this week. Delian coming from the qualifiers. But today, it was all about Sebastian Baez. Baez did not have a good second half of 2022. They had not won a match at the start of this year as we went down to Australia. But home cooking, we've been talking about it. It's working for Baez. Also from Buenos Aires, brought in Javier Frana to work with him this week. And Baez, an all-four player with the emotion, the straight set win, and now a chance to win a, a title in Cordoba. Leave it to Nico to give us a, an unheard fact from an Argentine South American player. Frana <laughs> is involved. We'll be back with news about Carlos Alcaraz when we come back. Live pictures from Dallas. Wu Yi Bing getting ready to play in his first semifinal ever. John Isner awaits in the championship match. Taylor Fritz opposes. Could be an All-American final in Dallas. We'll have this match for you coming up in just a few minutes. Reminder of what's on tap on Tennis Channel next week. The women in Doha exclusively. Huge event there. The men once again in three venues, including Buenos Aires on the Golden Swing, where Carlos Alcaraz will be back. He's already landed. He's already practicing. He's already held a press conference. Can he get the number one ranking back? from Novak Djokovic, hasn't played since Perry Bercy last year. Here is the social net for this Saturday. Guess who's going to the NBA All-Star Game? Big foe going from the hard courts to the hard wood. Has anybody seen him ball? Does he have game? I, I cannot wait to see this. There was a comment from Nick Kyrgios underneath saying, you're lucky I'm injured because I'm the so one jealous. who should be Prakash, he's so jealous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know he is. I wonder if he's better than Nick. Nick's a baller. But, but Foe is a huge hoop head. You know, he knows everyone. He's a he's a huge fan, loves his, his Washington team, and uh, I think he's going to do them good. He's got the headband going, too. He's now got enough clout that Ted Leonsis gives him the front row floor seats at the 
the uh, Wizards games and he daps the players and that's he's, a, he's a kind of a big deal. That's when you know you've made it. You know, floor seats is a different ballgame. Oh, it, it is. It's because especially if you want to get them for free, you've got to be a really big deal. So we look forward to seeing Fo and how much game he has in the, it's the celebrity game, by the way. It's not, he's not playing for the East. Come on, Fo. Um, Birthdays today, uh, a couple of them. There's no birthday. Well, I mean, there are birthdays. We're just not going to talk about them. But happy birthday to Daniel Medvedev and to Hubert Hurkacz, who celebrate their birthdays today. And they were giving their birthday boy tweets at each other. And it was just a very special thing. You know what? It's all love. You know, I like it. But I wonder if you have to be above a certain height to be in that club. You know, Medvedev, Hurkacz. I'm not a member of that club. I'm, you know. All right. Let, let's talk about this match coming up. Second semifinal for the right to play John Isner tomorrow in the Dallas final. Um, not a lot of people know a lot about Wu Yi Bing. Is this a danger match for Taylor Fritz? Yeah, I certainly think so. I mean, look, he was ranked around 1900 last February, and look at the year he's had. And whether you're winning all those matches on the challenger circuit or the main circuit, winning is winning. And when you're in that habit, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. He's been working with David Pierce, Mary Pierce's brother, as a strength and conditioning coach and his therapist. And uh, body seems to be in great shape. And... Um, Guys on the rise. I just think this is a must-win match for Taylor Fritz. He needs to do this. He can uh, hmm. advance to the finals. Will he have a chance to meet John Isner at home? This is the sort of tournament, the sort of matches that Taylor cannot afford to lose. If you were game planning against Taylor Fritz, because his skill set is now starting to be widely known, what would you coach Wu Yibing to do today? I just tell him to try and, and take advantage of all the second serves, get him away from that baseline where he feels comfortable. I still think that Taylor does not feel all that comfortable inside the court, hit a couple of drop shots or bring him in, try to make him volley. Just do not let him sit back and hit inside out forehands all yeah. afternoon. When you get into that rhythm from the baseline, Taylor's just proved he yes. is just one of the best in the world at it. He pounds that forehand and his backhand is yeah. significantly improved. Yeah. I mean, last year in Turin, his backhand speed was one of the highest out there. So I think that's exactly what you don't want to do with Taylor. You want to mix it up a little bit. Use a few of those shorter balls, bring him in a little bit, and uh, I think you've got to serve well because Taylor's been very good on that second serve return. Wu Yibing in the first semifinal at tour level of his career, the first semifinal at ATP level for any Chinese man since 1995, a momentous occasion in Dallas tonight. But could we have an all-American final? We'll find out as Mark Petschy and Paul Anacone bring you the action live on Tennis Channel. For Prakash and Nico and our entire team, I'm Brett. Enjoy the semi, and we'll see you tomorrow for Championship Sunday.